Hey there, I'm Renee, a former shopping addict turned minimalist mindset guru. In three years, I went from totally broke and burnt out to debt-free minimalist. Learning to simplify every area of my life, both inside and out, saved my marriage, gave me the time back to live my life how I wanted to, and allowed me to love myself like never before. Looking back, the only thing I wish I had had was a friend to share the journey with me. That is my hope for the Unstuffed Podcast. This is a place where you can shake off the need to people please and show up as your authentic self, even if you're still wearing yesterday's sweatpants. Think of this as a standing coffee date with an old friend whose only job is to hear you out, hype you up, remind you that you are already enough and doesn't mind if your house is a mess. Let's keep this simple. Life is complicated enough. Welcome to the Unstuffed Podcast. Hey there, it's me, Renee. Welcome back to the Unstuffed Podcast. Something I have let slip over the last few episodes is taking the time to read you guys some of my favorite reviews that you are leaving for the podcast. If you are a longtime listener and are really loving the content on here, it means so much to me that you take the time to leave a review and say it, even if there are some flaws. Today's comment is from Nay Naomi. Her review says, great content has potential. Love the message behind this podcast. Unfortunately, the editing is horrendous and very distracting. I will continue following in the hope that this improves. Uh, this comment kind of made me laugh. I love that you use the word horrendous. <laughs> and let me also take this moment to just apologize. Uh, I really welcome the constructive criticism and constructive feedback um, because it forces me to push my comfort zone. And I've started pursuing podcast editors. Uh, but if you are continuing to come back, even if the editing isn't quite up to par, it means so much to me, you guys. I really just want to say a heartfelt thank you. This was something that I have been wanting to do for years, but also kind of started on a whim. And even with all of the flaws and the fact that this is a one-woman show podcast, we have reached over 60,000 views in less than its first year. And that means so, so, so much to me. Thank you for these reviews. Thank you for always listening. And with all of that being said, let's talk about today's topic, which is how to inspire your kids to be more giving and humble during the holiday season. I hope I'm not the only one who has happened upon a Christmas crazed child who seems overly obsessed with presents and the Christmas tree instead of giving and togetherness. No, just me, just my kids. <laughs> Great. Well, even still, if there happens to be some other Christmas crazed parent out there who want to find a way to keep Christmas light and fun while incorporating a little more than just gifts, I have put together five super simple ideas for shifting the focus away from those gimme, gimme, gimme's and a little more toward the heart and soul of giving and love. Number one, practice thankfulness before a Christmas list. I don't know about your kids, but mine start planning their Christmas list on December 26th, 364 days before Christmas. Naturally, this makes my skin crawl a little because it starts to feel like they've totally skimmed over any gift that was under the tree in honor of more, more, more. 
But can I pretend that I don't do this same thing sometimes? No. It's natural for all of us to instantly move on to the next thing without really taking the time to settle in and focus on what we currently have. Thankfully, pun intended, we have the perfect chance at Thanksgiving, if you celebrate, to begin focusing on gratitude and an appreciation for what we do have. I love Christmas as much as the next guy, but I fully believe Thanksgiving is one of the most overlooked holidays. Although I do think we need to work on shifting how we celebrate it and being a little bit more honest about where the meaning of the holiday comes from. As a rule, I try to pause our Christmas decorating until after Thanksgiving has passed. I believe in slowing down and celebrating each holiday as it comes rather than rushing through the seasons. This year, as my kids started writing out Christmas lists in November, I had a revelation. Before we do Christmas lists, I want to do a thankful list. Here's the goal. For each gift my kids write down on their Christmas list, they are required to write down one thing that they are thankful for. Of course, immediately after I had this genius idea, I learned about the turkey on the table. This is a little turkey guy who is designed to put more focus on thankfulness at Thanksgiving time in a super adorable way. He's the perfect way to focus on remembering to write down what you're thankful for while you sit around the table eating. So what is he? Basically, he's this little stuffed turkey body. And for his tail feathers, you write in little things that you are thankful for. I will make sure to leave a link to him in the show notes. Number two, practice giving all year long. Instilling a giving heart is something that can be so easy around the holiday season, but is something we easily lose sight of the second the ball drops in the new year. At least I know I struggle with this. If that's the case in your house and you want to practice giving a little more with your kids year round, I have a few ideas on how you can get started. If you've got super little ones, when our kids were first learning how to do chores and manage money all year long, we used Financial Peace Junior. These are money management kits for kids that have envelopes for giving, saving, and spending. This way, when my kids get paid for their chores, they learn not only how to give, but how to save as well. All year long, they build up their give envelope to dedicate toward a cause that they really believe in. This time of year, I believe, is the best for them to start giving that money away. When my kids were young, my daughter chose to give hers to the homeless shelter, and my son wanted to give to Santa Claus. Don't worry, we handed it over to a Salvation Army Santa. For the older kids, over the last few years, we have upgraded our kids' spending envelopes to be a little more new age. Instead of hands-on money management, we downloaded the Greenlight app and signed them up for the accompanying debit card. The great thing about the app is that you can pre-program chores into it and the money they earn is automatically divided into giving, saving, and spending however you feel it best divided. And you can add investing. I will link to the green light app in the show notes, as well as a video of my kids buying for the local homeless shelter this year. Rather than writing out a check or donating online, I would encourage practicing hands-on giving. Use actual money, hand it to real live people. It's a far more impractical thing, I promise. Even if your children don't have a give envelope, encourage them to give away a percentage of their earnings is a great way to teach them to be humble and giving all year long. If not all year long, maybe just this time of year. 
And as a quick side note, when my kids weren't earning chore money just yet, I always encouraged them to give away their toys to their friends if they felt compelled to do so. Number three, declutter the old before getting new. As Christmas rounds the corner and we prepare for the overwhelming flow of gifts from grandparents, an important decision must be made. What are we getting rid of first? Each year, I remind my kids that if they want new toys, they first have to make room for them. In fact, I have found that before the holidays is one of the best times to actively practice decluttering with kids. At the beginning of December, we will do a clean sweep and start decluttering the house. Whatever we no longer use or play with is put into a bag and donated. Clothing, jackets, and blankets usually go to a battered woman's shelter in the cities and toys end up at Goodwill. Here's a quick script for decluttering toys at Christmas time with your kids. If you are wanting Santa to bring new toys, we have to make sure we are making room for them. What toys are you not using as much that you think another kid might really enjoy? This is the basic script I have stuck to for the last few years, and I think it does a pretty good job of explaining the reasonings behind why we are decluttering before Christmas. Number four, learn about the real Saint Nick. When my older daughter came home and started wanting that Santa talk, I gently reminded her that Santa was actually based on a real person named Saint Nicholas. We read about him and discussed his generosity and giving. There is a book called The True Story of Saint Nicholas, and I'm going to link to that in the show notes for you too. This is such a great reminder that Santa Claus didn't originate to produce whatever presents we want under a Christmas tree, but to give to those who truly need it. While I'm sure you could find a way to share this story with your younger children, I think it resonates more with the kids as they get older and start asking questions. To know where the Santa originated from is a nice transition for older kids and a great reminder of how someone's giving can literally impact the whole world for years. And last but not least, volunteer. Of course, now is the time of year to volunteer on top of giving. This could be at a homeless shelter, nursing home, or even at your local church. Finding a way to volunteer together and work toward a cause that is bigger than all of us is a great way to keep kids humble and show them how they can help the world. Taking the time to be selfless during this sometimes selfish time of year is a great way to help keep your kids humble, and maybe you too, while reminding them that there is a world out there far bigger than us. While it's not quite volunteering, another good idea for raising the spirit of giving is allowing older kids to partake in the magic of Santa activities for their younger siblings. This was something we were able to do for three of our kids, and I know they absolutely loved being able to be a part of the magic of this time of year. So what do you think? Do you think some of these would help kids inspire them to be a little bit more giving this time of year? And if you're looking for more, make sure you head to my show notes and grab my Christmas bundle, which is a totally free guide that I've created to help give you some of my best slow living and minimalist Christmas tips for this time of year. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on the Unstuffed podcast today. And don't think that the party ends here. You can always check the show notes for the latest goodies and freebies that are always available to you. And don't forget, I love hearing from you guys. If you are enjoying the Unstuffed podcast 
It would mean so much to me if you would take the time to leave a review so that I can hear from you too. Until next time, take a deep breath, let go of anything that has been slowing you down, and I will see you here next week.